It's Mike Yonda. Welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm here with Bobby as usual, and today we're changing things up a little bit. We got a little little three pack for you. I got some questions for Bobby. He has no clue what we're going to talk about. Like I, I could ask him anything and put him on the spot right now. You know, I should like let people submit strange questions <laughs> and just like surprise you. <laughs> oh so, man, I don't even know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. These are just going to be, we've done this in the past. It's kind of fun. We'll just see where it takes us. So just, uh, I literally in 30 seconds wrote down three questions and we're just going to go through just topics about business, you know, things that have happened in the last year, that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see where it goes. So this is kind of like, what is on Bobby's mind? Man, this is so mysterious. I didn't even realize this is what we were going to do before. <laughs> you just were like, all right, well, this is going to be fun. We're going to do this thing. And then you press, press the record button. Thing. All right. Yep. Here we go. So we go. question number one. Mm. So we're, we're getting to the end of the year here. It's football season. Oh. Hopefully the rest of the year slows down. And uh, I'm curious, what has been your favorite project that you've worked on this year and why? Oh, favorite project? Man. God, we've done so much stuff this year. It's been ridiculous. Um, I think the uh, I think the Millennium Money Man website project was a lot of fun, although it was really stressful. But it that was, was my fun. least favorite project. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I learned the most. Like, I've the past like iterations of the website that I've done. I didn't really dig in. I didn't know a whole lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And this one, I was, I felt like I knew a lot more and I asked a lot more questions about just how different things work. And I talked to like a lot of people about websites and the best way to build them. And, Cause I've been really trying to go after organic search. And so, you know, that was, it was just, it was cool to like really dig in it. And I finally feel like, okay, I know what I'm doing <laughs> with, with the blogging thing. Like, I feel like I'm in a good place with that. So that was fun. I also, it's a sexy website too. It is really pretty. Yeah, it came out really well. I also really enjoyed seeing. This is like teasing something a little bit. I enjoyed the uh, the C, the CLA project, codename CLA, mm-hmm. Course Launch Accelerator. I actually I enjoyed recording that. People you know, that are wondering, it's we're doing a coaching program for people that want to launch online courses, and that one was fun because I didn't realize how much I enjoy talking about that. Because I did like a panel discussion at FinCon on, on courses and that kind of thing. And I was like, one, I have learned a lot about this stuff. It's been kind of crazy. And two, it's just, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. You know? It is fun. It's definitely one of my, my favorite things to talk about uh, in this like online business space. More so than you know, a lot of people ask me about questions about Facebook ads and stuff. And I'm just like, ugh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not my favorite thing to talk about at all. Right. So I think for me, like I'm thinking about like all the projects we've worked on 
And my first thought was like, no, I did not enjoy those things. Like it was just like, oh, let's just be real. We're doing stuff. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I was thinking about like yeah. last month, like in August, we did all of these sequences and automations and all this stuff. And it was just like, we're like, okay, this will be a successful month if we get these two things done. And then we did like five things. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so, a crazy month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like the, like where you were like, I enjoyed the website project, um, you know, but at the same time it was stressful. Like, I feel like that's how most of these <laughs> have been. But I think the, so I think for me, it's not necessarily one project, but it's just been like launching these different projects where we've had to bring people on to kind of lead these projects for us. Like, I'm just, I'm excited about the SEO stuff. I'm excited about, you know, the Pinterest thing going. Like, I'm excited about all of these things that are going to bring in organic traffic that are starting to gain some traction, but are still in like the early days of it. You know, I, I think that's more, it's like I have excitement about these projects, even if the setup or, you know, the initial <laughs> investment or whatever, I'm not, you know, was not as excited about. So that was a tough one for me because I think we've done this year we've done a lot of like foundational stuff that's like not fun necessarily. Or I think in our first year we did a lot of fun projects. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> well, and like now it's like, okay, we got to do the real stuff. Well, I mean, the first year was like, how can we make more money? Like what is all the cool stuff we can do to make more money? And that's fun, you know, but we just, we did too much. And then we got to the second year, we got to this year and we were like, man, we don't have a real foundation built for our business at all. Like it was just, you know, right it was just like on little like sticks, you know, like little twigs <laughs> and sticks, you know? And so, yeah, it has been a lot of, of foundation building, but yeah, it's well, kind of cool though. Like for me, like, yeah, it sucks. But you know, at the same time I look at this and I go two, three years from now, this thing is going to be just ridiculous because people ask us all the time. Cause we, we don't have a lot of traffic to the website at all. Like it's starting to grow. We were just looking at our, our traffic and everything and it's starting to grow, but like we are doing really well with, and there's no reason we should be doing very well. If you look at the traffic to the site, we're converting a, a very high percentage of <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like you're, you're, it's like we're fishing in this puddle. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, like everything out of the puddle. We're like, okay, that little crab's hiding <laughs> underneath the mud. We're going to scrape them out. Like we're getting everything we can out of it. Well, it's funny. Cause I, I talked to some of the, some of the friends that I have that, have really, really high volume personal finance websites. And I'm like, if we had that kind of traffic, we'd be making like a billion dollars a year right now. <laughs> It'd be just like ridiculous. And that's probably not true, but it, we, it would just be crazy. So I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm like, man, we're already doing well. Cause the most stressful thing in business when I was building Millennium Money Man, and you were probably maybe the same way when you were building your agency, it's like when you're not making money, it's like really stressful. But when you finally get to a point where you're making money, then it becomes more of like a game. Like how can we get to the next level, you know? Yeah, and then you move the goalposts and it becomes stressful again. Well, yeah, you got to like, yeah, there's all these mental gymnastics. <laughs> you got to be really careful not to, because I tend to do that. You know, yeah. I get to a point where it's like, okay, cool, make it, you know, 25000 a month. I'm never going to go below that again. And so <laughs> then like 26, you're like, ooh, getting close to the line, you know, <laughs> which that's like a really stupid thing to say. But, and I bring that up as more of like, not to be a depressing thing. Cause I know somebody's listening to that was like, Oh, I'd love to earn, you know, that much per month and like sure. you know, you'll get there. But my point is like, you don't want to get to where I think a lot of people they're like, 
I just want to make some money online to replace my income. I want to get to a six figure business. You know, I want to make 10 K a month, you know, and then it's 15, then it's 20 minutes. Like you can just keep moving it and put yourself in this state of like perpetual stress. <laughs> and that's not something that you want to do. So you got to be careful of that. And it's easy. Okay. So on to the next thing. And this one, these are, these are hard. They're so broad, but like, <laughs> what's the biggest thing? Like, what's your biggest lesson for the year? Like when oh. it could be like the coolest thing you've learned or the most important thing you've learned, like mm. who, you know, matters. I mean, the networking side of things, that's I've like, since I started Millennium Money Man, I've been kind of fortunate to be sort of like connected in a lot of different ways in the, in just like the personal finance community. But in the last last year, it's like really, really taken off um, because I, I got into this mastermind thing and I like started hanging out with these, these guys that were like way, like very, very wealthy. <laughs> like just kind of crazy and just doing really well with their businesses. And like that, just even being around those people has like opened up all these different doors. And I think it, it, I was going to say it indirectly helps laptop empires, but I think it directly helps laptop empires because I've been able to like really, I don't know, just really build out the network. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like when we started, you had that already. You had like, you were friends with one of the best copywriters on the planet, you know, Chris, our copywriter, like you had all these people that were like, just awesome. I didn't necessarily have that. I don't think starting out, like it was a lot of people that were like at the same level as me in personal finance blogging. Mm -hmm. And now it's like gone to the next level. So I've just, to me, like the biggest growth in the business a couple years from now, when I look back and I go, okay, like what was the thing that made the business like explode? You know, I just think it's going to be like the people that I met, because I don't know, it's just, it's who, you know, matters so much more than like what sessions you go to at a conference or like what, I don't know. It's just networking. Oh, that's so true. You know, like, and we went to FinCon and I went to two sessions. I went to your panel and I went to go hear our, our friend Talit speak, Talit and Ty from his and her money. And, and that's just cause you know, I'm friends with them and I, I wanted to go see it and it was kind of cool because I did and you weren't there because you were at your, your thing, but like I'm sitting there with Coral and like two or three times during the speech, he was like talking to me in the crowd. Like he like gave a big shout out <laughs> to our brand and everything. And so that was kind of cool. We had like people looking at us, but you, it's those kind of things. Like I got a lot out of, you know, going to his thing. Like he had some really interesting information. I really enjoyed it. But most of the information that we got or the things that helped us do something in our business or, you know, project ideas or whatever, all that stuff happens at the bar. Like it's, true. <laughs> it's not, it's not happening in a session. You're not getting some like big words of wisdom because even like your panel was like, there was good information, but it's a half hour, 40 minutes, something like that. There's just not enough time yeah. to dig in. But when you're having lunch with somebody or dinner with somebody, or you're at the bar with somebody and you're talking about something, you get into the details very specific to what yeah. you're doing or into the specific details of what they're doing. So you can learn some things and like, and, and add that to your, you know, your business, apply it to your business. And I think too, it's interesting because even within the FinCon community, like, you know, I've gone now, this was my second year and I'm not a personal finance blogger, but I've gotten a lot out of it. But I think even just with our personalities, we've become friends with, like, we have a lot of like, there's this big overlap, but there's like Mm -hmm. people that you know that I don't, there's people that I've like met and gotten to know that either you don't, or I've got, you know, gotten to know them a a little better. So we have, yeah. Almost like we're meeting three times as many people. 
because we're divide and conquering a little bit. Yeah. The network thing is huge. I think that's a, a great one because I, even stuff that like we're implementing, there's stuff that we're implementing because of people we met. Right. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. I think, yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to think of like how I met some of these people and it, it just, honestly, I think it's, it's just going to FinCon. It's been going to FinCon, going to doing, going to a professional conference and not really going to the sessions, but like you said, hanging out at the bar, meeting people. Right. Like that's how I've met most of the people that are doing like affiliate launches with us. And most of the people that are in the mastermind with me and most of just all the people that are like, that can connect you with the right people. Like that's, that's a big thing. It's like, Hey, I want to be an affiliate for that program. Like, can you connect me? Or, Hey, you know, I need somebody to do X, Y, Z for me is, you know, build automations or whatever, you know, it's like, they all have a guy actually, even just yesterday I was going to, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting like defamation insurance, which is total, totally sucks. But and, you know, it's something that is important and I didn't, it's like impossible to find. So I asked one of my buddies that does really, really well. I was like, dude, do you have a, a policy? And he was like, Hey, I got this guy, go talk to this guy. And so I'm going to get that set up on Monday. Like it's just, it, I don't know who, you know, just right. matters a lot. So that would be, it's, I don't remember what the original question was, but that's just, no, no, I was just thinking <laughs> for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that's huge. And you know, you hear people that it's like, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, you've got to have something valuable to say, but sure. who you know has a big impact because you can gain more knowledge about the things that you don't have knowledge about, or you can get help or you can get build relationships and partnerships and you know, those kind of things. Like it's, it is, I'm glad you brought it up. One thing I, I will say about this, cause a lot of people that are like maybe newer in business or don't have a lot of connections. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about, I, I don't think he wants to be, spoken about but the guy that got a tattoo of the of biggie snugs at the fincon conference i'm gonna call him dave it's not his name but he, he <laughs> has to be anonymous but we were he did a masterful job of like blending in when he didn't really like know us at all so what a, basically like at a conference a lot of times people will come up to me and they'll like in an attempt to like network with me uh, they'll be way overbearing and just like really like, like weird. And like, I, I don't know. I saw it like people are like right. not very good at, at coming up to other people and like networking and just making it like a natural thing. We happened to go to lunch and we were going to lunch with uh, Alex from create and go. And this guy, Dave was just there and he totally fit in. Like he was joking with us the whole time. Like, and he was just like funny. But he kind of ramped up. Right. Yeah. He did kind of ramp up, but then I talked to him about it later. He was freaking out. Cause I guess he was huge fans of, of what we had done. And he was like, dude, I shouldn't have even been at that lunch. I was freaking out, but I was just trying to stay cool. And he totally did. Like he stayed cool and he was like, just acted like he belonged there. You know, it was like, he not even a fake it till you make a thing. He was just like, I belong here. And that dude, like I've been texting back and forth with him. Like we're friends now, <laughs> like, right, right. And he, but he could have come up to me and been like, you know, really weird or awkward or asked me to do something for him or like, you know, come up and been like, Hey, how's it going? Like, what, what's one thing I can take away from this conference? You know, like he could have done something like that. And I would have been like, okay, I don't really want to talk to this guy forever. Right. But now he's like a legit friend, you know? So I don't know. I think that that's really important when you're going into a situation like a conference, like just act like you belong there, you know, like even, you yeah, just don't have to be yourself and then 
also don't like try and like do the awkward float into a group and like you stand behind somebody and like fit in kind of thing. Like, no, the better way, the better way to do it is like you have people, you know, right. Or make some friends. Maybe that first friend is going to be hard, but like, like if you have some friends, like go with them to things to meet yeah. other people, like meet other people through them. So like we met this guy through Alex, you know, like, and that's, that's the best way to go about it. So, but no, that's a good, you know, your network is important and then just don't be awkward. Yeah. Don't be, don't make it weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think for me, man, like for like a big lesson this year, a big thing that I've been working on is just this like um, more like a more focused to-do list. Mm, yeah. um, and I talked to some people about this at, at FinCon because they'd asked me, I don't remember what they'd asked me, but the big thing is like for we've been doing like, okay, what do we need to accomplish this month? And then the beginning of the week, what are we going to get done this week? Like what's the priority? And then in my day to day, I'm sitting down and I might have this massive to-do list, but instead of having a big to-do list and having to make decisions about what to do, trying to cross off as much as you want, you can, which generally leads to like not getting the important things done. You get the mm-hmm. easy stuff done because you're trying to like go with volume. I try to just go like, okay, today I'm going to do this and this. And I try to do it the day before. So like, yeah. On Sunday night, I'll be like, okay, tomorrow, I just need to get these two things done, right? And then everything else is extra. And then Tuesday, I'm going to get this done. Wednesday, I'm going to get this done. And Thursday, I'm going to get this and this done. And by doing that and only doing like one to two things a day, I tend to do more than that. But like, I at least get those things done. And over the course of the year, I'm making a lot more progress on things than I think I used to. And I'm sure you've kind of experienced this a little bit as well, but it's been, it's been really eye opening. And I think in, in August, I saw that, like, I did a better job with it than I had in other months. And we got a ton done in August. I've, yeah, the same, I've done the same thing. I've, I've been much more uh, list focused and like, I've got the, I've got the journal. I can't remember what this one's called. Right. I love this one though. Cause I've been, I tried out a bunch of them. Uh, this one's called the get stuff done planner. It's on Amazon. And it's real simple, but that one's helped me a lot. And I think the other thing for me, like that I've kind of focused on this year, in addition to just being more intentional, I guess, with the way that I work, I've taken more time away from work. Like I've tried to like get hobbies, <laughs> like, like golf. I picked up golf, which I, you know, that wasn't, so, I've never played golf before. I wasn't like a, like, I didn't know anything about golf, but I was like, man, I realized that I didn't have any hobbies anymore. Cause my hobbies had just, my businesses had turned into my hobby and I was like, that's probably not very healthy. And so when I started just going like, you know what? It's Saturday. I'm not going to work today. I'm going to go to the driving range and just practice, even though I still suck. I was like, I'm just going to go do that. And I think just taking those mental breaks has made me more effective when I do come back. And that's hard when you first start a business because like I was desperate for the first couple of years that I was in business. For I was just like, I didn't feel like it was sustainable and that it was going to keep going and all that. So it's an easier thing to do when you're, I'd say more established in your business, but it's something that's important, like take some time away and then you'll become a more, I don't know, productive worker within your business. All right. Last one. Mm. It's a two parter. All right. This isn't, this isn't hard. You can do this. All right. Yeah. Okay. So knowing what you know, like going through this year, what and this is kind of related to what you just said, so maybe oh. maybe this won't go anywhere. Maybe you're just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this might not be a great question. Get to it, Mike. Come on. Okay. 
right? <laughs> what do you want to spend? <laughs> what do you want to spend more time doing in your business or businesses? What do you want to spend less time doing? Uh, oh, okay. Um, I want to do more time with community interaction. I don't know, just like just talking to readers and students. I, I like doing that. Like the, my favorite thing to do that I've realized in my business is like Facebook group posts, which is a ridiculous thing to be the favorite thing, but that's, I just like doing them. They're always fun for me and I, I try to be funny and it just like entertains me while I try to entertain other people. So that's always cool. And I want to do more of that. What I want to do less of is like, I don't know, the day to day, like I, well, for millennial money, man, for example, I'm, we're systematizing everything I brought in. I brought in Maddie. She's awesome. She's creating all these different systems and like in the team moving in different directions. So the affiliate link placement is just happening automatically, from, you know, and like the, I don't know, putting quick links in, like when you go to a website and it's got like a table of contents, like that kind of stuff, it's happening. Like, I don't like doing that stuff. I don't want to jump into the back end of the website. I'll do it if I have to. And I've learned how to do every step of the process that I'm having other people do now. But the day-to-day, like keeping the website going, growing affiliate revenue, growing, you know, for us, like growing course sales and that kind of stuff. I don't necessarily like doing that. I just want to record content, write content. Like that's it, you know? So that, that's my hope. And, I, and it, it, it's trending that way to where we can actually, because we talked about that, what are our goals? And I think it was like, if we can just produce content and I don't know, watch sales roll in or something like that. I can't remember how we phrased I just, it. I love that uh, like Dean Jackson says that his he tries to make it so that his entire business is just talking and yeah. that's it and what he means by that is recording video recording podcasts dictating emails like he doesn't do anything else like it's all voice memos and all that kind of stuff and you know somebody will transcribe a, po- a copywriter will transcribe a podcast and then turn it into an email and then send it to him and he'll make a couple edits and he'll send it. And like, that's how his email marketing works. And like, I just, I thought that was an interesting concept because what he's basically saying is I'm just coaching, creating. Yeah. Like, cool. So I, my piece of actionable advice, and I think you've talked about this before, but you're more wired to do this than I am. And I wish if I could go back like two years that I had done this, if whatever you do in your business, like write down, the system that you use, even if it's like a loose, like here are the steps I I take to write a blog post or like here are the steps I take to find an affiliate program or to do client outreach. Like that kind of stuff, even if you just write it down on a bunch of pieces of paper and wad it up and put it on your desk, in your desk, that will help you a lot years from now when you get to the point where you do have consistent revenue, you do have some, maybe you have some VAs, you got a team, and you want to systematize those things and like take it off your plate, you can just go, well, hey, here's a starting point because I didn't do any of that. I didn't have a starting point. So when I sat down with, uh, with Maddie after I brought her on to the team, it was like we had to start from scratch, you know, and I had all these things that I was doing and I hadn't documented it anywhere. Uh, and so, yeah, even if you're like me where you're not a type A person and you don't document a whole lot of stuff, you should in your business because it's going to make it a lot easier when you have to get to the point where you are I'm trying to remove yourself from parts of the business that you shouldn't be doing anymore. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be though, just like, you don't have to like write all of that down. Like, I mean, the way I do it, I don't write it down. I record a video 
<clears throat> and so you can just say like, yeah, this is how point. it is. And then you can either get it transcribed or, you know, eventually when you have someone on a team, you can have them turn it into a process. Like that's worked really well for me. But before I had the team, I would record what I was doing and then I would just get it transcribed and then I would edit yeah. it. You know, just yeah, that's good. Com. So it's smart. Uh, but I, th- but I think it's definitely an important thing to do. So for me, for the more or less thing, I think for the less thing, it's definitely, I want to spend less time talking to our community, students, clients. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. I, love <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? Wow. No, I'm kidding. No, that, I would never say that. It was just, it's like, I'm, I want to just be in the back end. Doing- I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Somebody's going to get pissed and like close that. Like they're going to be like, screw this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think for me, like, uh, man, I think it's weird. Like for me, the doing less thing is I need to do a better, I need to do a better job of unplugging. I don't unplug well. And yeah. like, and I do, but I don't, my mind isn't off of it. So I think like that's ca- kind of the less thing for me. I did the hobby thing too. I went and started taking guitar lessons and I still though, like I have a hard time like going like, okay, I'm going to go practice instead of like yeah. doing something. So, but I think the more thing for me, like I, I've, I've been wanting to do more with the YouTube stuff and I just haven't made time for it. Right. And I see, you know, I see what's working and I see sales coming off of that. And I, so like, and I, and it's fun. It's like fun to do. The idea of it is at least fun. So, but you know, whatever reason I sometimes have this block around like actually recording. So, you know, I want to yeah. like get into a rhythm with that. And that's something I'd like to do more of, but, uh, and people seem to like it. I can, we get, we get a lot of comments on there and stuff. So, you know, I'd like to do more of that. Did I say something for the last, I said something for, I said I'm plugging, but you know, I think just continuing to do less like busy work, you know, yeah. I, I I was, uh, I think a big thing that I've been trying to do is if somebody asks me to do something that I'm giving myself 24 hours, like, you know, if somebody emails me on Monday, a client or whoever, and says, Hey, I need this. Okay, cool. I'll do it on Tuesday. You know, I'm not going to like pressure myself to try and get it done right away. And I think that's, since I've started doing that very recently, like that's been a huge stress relief because what ends up happening is then you end up like hustling to get stuff done for other people and uh, you know, and getting off of your list of the productive things you need to do. That's hard though. Yeah. Do you deal with that? I had one thing, one other thing I want to improve. I realized I was doing this at FinCon and it's, I shouldn't be doing this whenever I'm, I'm trying to be like too generous to other business owners. Like when, and it's, it's weird because like I like helping people, but I had a lot of people that would come up and like, kind of ask me a question. Then I'd be like, Like they'd be like, Hey, how do you do your launches or whatever? And then I'd be like, Hey, well just like send over all of your launch emails to me and I'll check it all out and I'll make loom videos for you. And like, I was just, I just immediately go to offer like my time to people, even when they didn't ask for it, you know? And I like, that's the thing that I'm really bad about sometimes where I will, I will be way too generous to somebody, which sounds crappy. Like that I'm saying, I don't want to do this anymore, but like you get to the point where it's like, you got to take time. Yeah, I don't have time to do that. And I keep giving my time away to other people that aren't even asking for it. So that's something next year I need to, I need to stop doing that. So, well, and that's been like a mission for me yeah. all year of like, no, I will not hop on a call with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that is my default. And I loved how I was listening to Natalie's, Natalie Bacon's podcast or some like her productivity system or whatever, and how she schedules things way out. And I really appreciated when, 
we went to go bring her on to the podcast and she was like, yeah, I'm pretty much full up in <laughs> August. You know, I can do these dates in September. And I was like, all right, well, we're, I'm on vacation. Bobby's on vacation. And it's like, how about October? You know, it's like we scheduled two months out and right. I'm not, I actually am horrible about scheduling things like way in the distance. Like I just yeah. don't have, I, I don't know what day it is most of the time. <laughs> legitimately yeah. you know when we went to fincon i was like i thought it was like sunday <laughs> <laughs> on tuesday yeah, yeah on tuesday <laughs> and uh so like you know i'm really bad about that i don't like to plan things too far in advance but i did like that concept of like okay cool you want to come do something with us or you want me to come do something like next month you know like the whole hop on a call i think there's like a big thing at least in in my industry of like Hey, let's hop on a call to talk about this. Everybody wants to hop on a call and, and it's never like, Hey, it's, do you have time right now? Or can you hop on a call tomorrow? And no, yeah. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> like maybe next week, but I like her, her basically like when the month of September starts, September is booked. <laughs> like, like there's right. not, it's not an option to hop on a call in September. You got to wait till October now. I like that. I think that's a good, and I think too, I think it's interesting. Like, I think if you, if, if you practice that, then either the stuff that didn't need a call will get resolved via email or however else it needs mm -hmm. to be, or it'll actually happen then in the distance, you know, and it's fine, you know, so it'll, it'll kind of sort itself out. So yeah. maybe have to do more of that. I'm just going to, when we have Natalie on the podcast, I'm just going to ask her if she'll be my life coach. I'm talking about nataliebacon.com. Of course she will. <laughs> She'll she do doesn't it. work with men. No, she doesn't work with men. So I'm, but I'm going to, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no, she, she, at least to my knowledge, cause I've seen her post some stuff where she doesn't, I'll ask her, but like Coral has been in her coaching program. This is a total side note. She's been in her, like, uh, I think it's called grow, grow you, whatever mm -hmm. her coaching program is. And, uh, Coral's always saying the most inspirational crap to me. And I'm like, <laughs> man, like that. <laughs> and she, you know, like Coral's got this, she's all like systematized. I mean, she's putting out, she sat down and did, I told you this, like she just sat down and did five YouTube videos in one day for her channel. And she looked at her, like, if you look at her growth, like she sat down and like mapped it out and like time watched on videos and stuff. And it's like, it's like tripling every month. <laughs> like it's good. If it, if it goes out to what it, what it probably will over the next like year or two, she's going to be a YouTube star and she's going to be making me look like a total scrub. And I'm, I'm 90% sure that Natalie has a lot to do with that. So I'm I'm jealous and I don't think she works with men. So I'll just have to, I'll just have to flounder around to, to give your wife some credit. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, no. Not to say that just, like, she's not doing the work. I mean, she's clearly doing the work. I'm just saying like the direction, like the yeah. speed that she is moving and like the amount of organization and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's just, she started working with Natalie and it just like went through the roof. And so it's pretty cool. Like, I feel like she's unlocked like this monster in coral, <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's, really, it's kind of crazy, but it's cool. And on that note, we're going to end the show. No, I'm My wife is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she was that sound bite. We need to add that sound bite to the beginning of the podcast. And see oh, she'd, she'd kill me. Sense. Totally. You know, should. This it's is funny. funny on like last note. We'll end this. Like we had a lot of people mentioned in the podcast at FinCon and you know, mm -hmm. I, we have so much going on. I don't think about it. We just record and we put it up and uh, yeah. And I hadn't listened to the intro in a long time. And so people were talking about like the quotes at the beginning yeah. and, and like the music and stuff. And I had forgotten about that because I yeah. just skip it. 
you know, if I listen, yeah. to it, I skip it or I'm listening to the raw edit before it goes. And so it was just kind of funny. Like people were like quoting the quotes <laughs> from the beginning of the podcast. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh okay. Man. Yeah. Good time. So we appreciate all of you that listen. Big shout out to all of you that we met at, at FinCon because it made me, it made me feel good. It made me realize that a lot more people listen to our podcast than I realized <laughs> when we were at FinCon and people bring it up. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe and we will see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.